This podcast is Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Borderlands here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. We are—I don't even know how to say it—but for the first time this season, we are five out of five. The whole squad is here. Hey, gang, gang! But the point is, we are all here. We are all gathered in the name of Queen Sugar to discuss this week's episode, which I know, by the way, is—or maybe just stay there. Mm. How are y'all doing today? Great, good man. man. All five of us, man. One, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. Poignant. That just says it all right there. Oh, wait. Are we still allowed to do those jokes? Yeah, we... Oh, Ooh, that's a good point. <laughs> it was Dave Chappelle making a joke. Yeah. I do take your point, though. <laughs> However, However, we here now. All right. Well, as you all know, We have uh, foregone the recap because we're going to talk about everything that happened in the show anyway. So we're going to we're going to get right into it with the good, the bad and the what? Mm. Ralph Angel. Mm -hmm. Star. Mr. What what was the can't do right. right. Y'all remember the movie uh, in in life? Can't get right. Mm -hmm. Can't get right. It's Ralph Angel's new nickname. Can't get right. Make no sense. Shanice, the floor is thine. All right, let's go. Well, I don't know if it's just me that is still surprised by this, but every time I see the women in the family being super supportive of Charlie and Davis, I'm shocked because I just feel like in the real world, somebody would have something slick to say or something, you know, something that shows some type of disapproval. But I am pleasantly surprised that everyone is minding their own business and just being Basically. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like it's not realistic. It's not realistic, but let's see it. Um, Small detail. But. It makes sense that they passed that though, right? So the way that things happen sometimes is, you know, when somebody does somebody wrong that you love, you don't get the apology in the makeup. Like they didn't, they didn't, Davis didn't do an apology tour with the family. So, you know, it's it's sometimes hard for you to let somebody back into the family as easily as, as it seems. But he like did apologize to the family. They did do that dinner. I mean, the, they the one day prior, yeah. prior to that, you know, that's, and- the dinner's all they had. Look, Nova's ex-boo used to beat black people uh, for his job. <laughs> yes. So she really don't have no moral ground to stand on. Right. There's Aunt Vi's high and mighty self. Ooh. I mean, did anybody care? No. <laughs> no. Jimmy, they also beat black people. Ooh. Right. I mean, <laughs> wow. The, the air fell out of my lungs. Oh. Just saying, there's a lot of bad choices in there. You kind of got to have some grace. Yeah. Is what I hear, was I hear you say, Jabri. Here, here you say. You're right. Right. No, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, but I, it's it's good to see them kind of reaching this new space of of minding their business, at least amongst this little core group. Yes. Um, <laughs> the the women of the family, Nova, Charlie, and, and Aunt Vi, and really being able to kind of level and really just you know kind of operate as like grown women and being able to relate about grown women stuff. Yeah. 
um that that was nice to see in there their spa day was was real cute too they deserve yeah i mean and then also just charlie and davis in general like i i caught myself having like the little butterfly like oh feelings when they were like on the phone and talking it got it got to be a little bit too much but it's like it's, <laughs> it's nice to see them you know back at it it's cute i'm i'm here for it Yo, Corey, you're too much meter. How much did that go off? Because you you get sicked out, you get grossed out by all these displays of love and affection on the show. Um, you know <laughs> that one that one grossed me out a little bit, especially when she was like turn around, and then I was like, whoa, let's let's stop. You went too it far. Hey, just okay. Next scene, and and scene. Um, you know, like um, yeah, that that one was a little bit too much. At first, it was cool, but yeah, it, it ended up going too far. <laughs> I agree. Charlie said something I thought kind of poignant, you know, with the better understanding of herself and what she wants, she can, you know, kind of love Davis in a way that maybe, you know, she didn't, she wasn't able to before without all of the, you know, pretenses and expectations and trying to change him into, to fit this particular mold. It's like, we are who we are and this is where, this is, and this is what I want. So we going to do it. I think that's liberating. So good for them. It is. It is good for them. I'm rooting for them. Team Charlie and Davis. Damn, really? I don't need. I don't even know if I could like lean in like that. I'm leaned in. I'm I'm soft. I'm soft like that. I'm sorry. I've I've leaned in. I'm here. Um, Until somebody shows me otherwise, I that this is where I am. Chavis, what's their? What do we call? (laughs) Chavis. What do we call? Chavis. Okay. Okay. That's the thing. Um, Darling. <laughs> okay, I'm done. No, <laughs> I'm gonna relax. I'm out. Okay, yeah, both of those are bad. <laughs> okay, um, okay. I mean, speaking of Miss Charlie, bigger and better is on the horizon for her. I mean, state senator is out, but U.S. Congress is in. Gone girl. Um, you better own your narrative, flourish, all of that. Um, you know, we might look up and Charlie Bordelon might be on on the squad. On the squad, honey. I need to talk about how she almost talked her way right she through right that by not, by not taking a breath and, and listening to what my man was trying to tell her. Like she she assumed the whole conclusion and and, and jumped to it. Uh, he said rap though. He said I was going to say, however, comma he could that yes, could have been a paused at the wrong place. The sentence could have <laughs> had a comma after we don't want you to run for state senator. Right. He put a period <laughs> right there. It was a pause. So it's like, where's the rest of it? He could have kept it going. So he, he gave expected to say something reasonable, like "How come?" or "Why?" or <laughs> "Why do you say that?" Nah, that's, nah, that's his fault. So no, what you say is we don't want you to nah. do this. We want but, you to do this. Yeah, right? like, you, don't, you don't, you don't stop and wait <laughs> for them to be like, "Oh no!" You know? Sometimes nah, it goes the way that it went. If she's gonna be a politician, she needs to know. Don't make any assumptions. Let them say everything that you that you're going to react to. It don't was a jump period. Any though. Really don't assume anything. Like, is this safe I'm to saying, call? my man didn't even stop her though. He didn't even stop yeah. her. Like, whoa, 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 like, hold, hold on, on, hold on. This is you got the wrong idea. Like, yeah, yeah. He didn't do any. He invited of that. her to lunch though. You assume it's gonna be for something good. Like, he's a big wig. Like, he's not in the he he's not in the in the habit of of wasting his time on lunches. Okay, this is going to be good news. This is going to be good news. No way, it wasn't going to. be I don't know. I, I just feel like as a woman, you gotta you gotta always be ready to defend yourself. People treat us crazy, and they you know we're trying. They try. So you have to sometimes just be like ready to go and she was ready and it, it wasn't time and even okay. the, the framing ahead of it was like you know oh you know the interview was great but what we weren't expecting was the reaction that we got so it's just like it was kind of giving negative 
like leading into it, and it then wasn't he gave Kendrick the negative. initial you statement. Said negative, because you, you, no, you, it was you, I'm just saying, <laughs> with all of the no, context, so, saying, somebody saying we 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 didn't get the reaction we expected. I think you you got better, right? You jumped to the negative, like. He was like, we didn't get the reaction that we expected. Therefore, we do not want you to run for state senator. Period. That sounds negative. <laughs> <laughs> like for president, it was tough. I killed it. I know I, I, know I killed it. Right, right. You need me to run for emperor? Like, I got you. Like, <laughs> I see both sides you of know, it. I right. So here's the thing, though. If it's something that you actually wanted, you would take that negatively, right? Like. The way that you responded to it, like, is, shit, you want me to run for president? I can do that, too. It's very much of the, that would happen and don't be a menace. <laughs> in St. Joe's, the way that he framed it, it sounds very much like the, the you know, your reign on the top was short like Leprechaun. And, you know, we got to move on from it. That's how it came across. That's what I thought. Now, I do think she, I do, I did think she needed to pump the brakes. I was like, yo, you need to stop. Yeah, she was about this, to go off weird, the deep end for sure. Yeah. I mean, she went off of it. She told him. She told him about. She told him him and them about themselves. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I be talking about when. Yeah, it was. It was going yes. that way. Uh huh. That's what she did professionally. Uh huh. Absolutely. Okay. All right. But good for Charlie. Good for Charlie, hey, girl. We're rooting for you, squad. Meanwhile, back at Xavier, um, it is really nice to see that black kids still play spades. I personally don't know how to play spades, but you know, it's nice to see other people doing it. Um, I can't believe how freely you admit that. What, what like, you do? Like, wow. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You're a strong person, Shanice. You're a really strong person. Listen, you can look at me. You can see that I am black. I don't know what you want me to do about this. I can't play space. I've, I've been, I've attempted to learn several times. And you know what? I think I'm just not that interested. I, I, I don't care. I don't know how to play space. I feel like I play spades at your house. You probably did because my husband is an excellent space player. And I'm, he never loses, but he will not teach me. He won't teach you? It's too late. It's too late. Um, it's also, too late. It's the game late. of space. It might be too late for you to be any good, but it ain't too late for you to learn the rules. <laughs> I don't think it's too late for either. It's a national black pastime. I mean, I think you have to learn. I'm starting to wonder if that's the truth, though. There's a lot of people that don't play spades. I wonder if it's really the national black pastime or if just us spades players think it is. I think it's y'all. I, it might be just the spades player universe, possibly. But it's a, but the universe is deep, though. It, it really matters to those of us. I don't know what the actual national exactly. Black that's the problem. Be, if that's not it, that's the problem. Y'all that means so you tent. don't know how to play dominoes either, do you? Not the not real dominoes. No, real dominoes. Mm, fake dominoes. Mm, mm, you just mm. match the ends. Like what? What's, what? What do you do with dominoes? <laughs> so <laughs> I don't even want to tell y'all because y'all are going to laugh at me. So I'm going to pass on that. But I just I just want to say that spades is such a tense game. Like y'all don't think spades is a tense game. Like it's it makes my chest tight. To even sit there and watch, because y'all be just so it'd be so hype. Like, why would why are we so hype? Like, I came here to kick back and relax. <laughs> and y'all are like with your blood pressures elevated at the table playing this game that we don't we don't have to do this. Like we can just we can just enjoy each other's company. Like it'd just be so it's, tr- it's stressful to me. I don't like I feel you on that show. I, I now let me also be very clear. I play spades. I know how I'm 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 quite good at it first of all. But I do understand the 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 stressful piece of it which is why a lot of times I'm like if I have to get on the table I will but I would prefer not to. It's a lot of action. It's too much commitment cuz I be wanting to get up and do other stuff and I just got to sit there and wait till y'all get to 355 like no. I'm, I'm it's too much. But anyway, we digress. Yeah. So you can play best 2 out of 3. 2 out of 3 moving. hands. You keep it moving. <laughs> You okay. keep, no, bro, you keep it moving. Like you just if you, think, if you need to do it that way, you could just do it unless unless somebody you're on a boss run on them up front. 
or or, mm, or, or ten round, you get table. you get off the table after one hand. Yeah. Either true. way, it is good to see them playing spades on. And he called it Zula. Is that what it's called down there, Court Zula? That's what they call Xavier. Because that's what he called it at one point. He said on Zula's campus. I never heard that. Yeah, I've never heard that term either. I have. Um, yeah, okay. That's okay, new that's, to me. That's some new, is that some new stuff or what's going on there? The uh, the initials, uh, Xavier University, Louisiana. Okay. X-U-L-A. All right. Go Zula. Okay. So I want to shift gears. I want to talk about Micah's conversation with Charlie about his friendship with Isaiah. Now, before I get too deep into that, I want to bring up an interesting point, something that stuck out to me in the episode. Um, when Micah was initially on the yard talking to Isaiah about um, his lunch, his lunch date, did he call it a date? He said he had to meet up. I think he called him. Uh, he had to meet up a friend. Meet I don't know if he friend. called it a date. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when I say lunch date, I just mean like a lunch date, like not a date. Mm-hmm. Not a lunch date. date. I, got you, got you. I thought it was interesting that Micah said what is their name. Um, that was very, to me, intentional language, um, intentionally mm-hmm. inclusive language without um, Micah or Isaiah ever having a conversation about anybody's sexuality. I was wondering if that was an indicator that Micah is picking up on something that, that Isaiah is putting down, or if this is just you know progressive language that is just being normalized in the script, or if, you know, it's just me who needs to catch up and start including these phrases in my daily in my daily use. So I just thought it was interesting that, you know, that that one word just triggered so many thoughts for me. Did y'all have thoughts? I thought Mike should have just went on ahead and asked him straight up, uh, so what's the dude's name? I mean, let's, why beat around the bush, man? Let's get to the point. Yeah, <laughs> What's his name? What, what, what's Buddy's name? Does he play basketball or football? Uh, like, I don't, like <laughs> why, why beat around the bush? Get right to yeah. it. I mean, it could also be something that is being normalized in this new generation of like, you know, not necessarily assuming who folks date, Um, you know, just wanting to be inclusive and give people space to, you know, share that information or be specific or be as nonspecific as as they want to be. So I think, you know, Micah was giving uh, Isaiah space to, you know, acknowledge that in whatever way. If y'all gonna be friends, then I need to know all the information so we could be friends. If I don't know all the information, I don't know we can't be real good friends. I mean, well, I see, I mean, see, what happens is later is we encounter situations like we did as a space table where people clowning and making jokes. And if I don't really know all the information, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know what 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 move to make at this moment. <laughs> but I think those are those are two different things. But. To what Corey's saying though, like if if y'all have a conversation, like if y'all know that that uh, what's that, Isaiah, right? Mm-hmm. If if Isaiah's gay and people start talking talking that that talking that mess, then you know we have a real problem as opposed to we just being like you know unfortunately you know in male society you know we kind of play around like I that sometimes, you. right? Right. So you know like is this just fun and games or do we really have to step outside and handle this because like. If you're if you're really talking about a real situation, that's entirely different. That's an entirely different vibe. But they were talking about Micah and Isaiah at the space. Table. Yeah, it, it was them too about them specifically being them too a couple. Yeah, he said so that's the one thing. Not, so whether really or not different. Isaiah is gay or isn't gay, Micah and Isaiah aren't a thing regardless. So the statement was just inaccurate. Like, they were <laughs> dude, dude was coming at them yeah. as like he was trying to like suss them out for figure out what they. Like what they got going, like trying to clown them for their closeness or whatever. 
Yeah. And I don't think that if he doesn't know that they can't be friends, like, I don't agree with that part. But I, I mean, like, in that specific situation, like, what's Michael, like, what's going through Micah's head? Like, does Micah feel like he really has to defend his boy in that moment? Because, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a different vibe if Isaiah is actually gay and this is something that we're actually talking about. Because then we're talking about real, real life homophobia ha- happening right in front of you, you know, and then you got to do something about that. But that was happening. That's homophobia anyway. regardless. Right. Yeah. That was happening. Like that was literally clown. It was because it was clowning. See, but it was I'm saying, a clowning but, but it's a but it's a different vibe though. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying any of it's cool, but one of them requires different steps, is what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. I think that ideally it would not be acceptable to make any homophobic jokes regardless. Regardless of whether or not the homophobic person was in the room or not. But I get what you're right. I get what, what you're I'm saying. saying. But there's levels to yes. it. I mean, Do you disagree with that? I mean, I get, I get that you're saying that there is, but I feel like the point is that there should not be. You don't think, you don't think there is. I, I think that I, there I, currently is, but there should not be. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know that there is, and I'm just speaking particularly from Micah's perspective because at the end of the day, whether or not Isaiah is gay or is not gay, Micah is not in that type of space with Isaiah. Right. So. For Micah, I think he took it personally regardless. Like, <laughs> whether Isaiah is gay, like, okay, like, that was a messed up remark. Or even if he isn't gay, like, this is my dude. Like, what? Like, why are you associating us being tight like that with, with Brokeback Mountain? Like, right. just, that was just a, yeah. that was a messed he up went, remark. too far. Period. Like, it was yeah. whack, too. It was whack and lazy, yeah. too. Like, very low hanging fruit. Like, yeah. like, that's, he that's was terrible. Yeah. He was coming at them both in a terrible way. Because he thought he had space to do it. Like he, mm-hmm. if he had got punched in the face, it wouldn't have been out of bounds. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that whether we know what Isaiah is, whether whether Micah knows what Isaiah is or not, mm-hmm. it was jacked up because of how he was coming at both of them. Right. Now, I do think back to the, back to his comments, um, Micah not, Micah using their, like their pronouns and stuff like that. I thought that was, I thought it stood out to me too. I thought that was interesting. And I was like, man, this is mad respectful. Like, but I also thought maybe he doesn't know doesn't what know Isaiah sure. is either. And that mm-hmm. basically got confirmed later on when he's talking to Charlie. Right. So, you know, I thought that was real considerate of him to be so thoughtful about how he's addressed that with him, you know, talking with his homie about potential dates or whatever he's going on. Like to be that, to be that thoughtful is I, at Rhythm. that age, that's very thoughtful, and yeah. I do wonder if that's just the way the way the younger generations are now. Because I don't know that we would be that way, right? Like, exactly. It just would, we were it would not never that dawn way. on it would we never dawn weren't. on me to be that considerate, right? And mm-hmm. I might now because I might think about this. Yeah, exactly. I might be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Actually, I can I don't say know. right here. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a great question to ask because with this being this new younger generation, maybe maybe they just say they, you know. But it also could mean that he was, you know. Sp- being specifically considerate to Isaiah because he has some um, theories about Isaiah and who he might be into. So yeah. it could have been personal or could just be that's what they do. So I don't yeah. know, man. But either I, way. I, I, yeah. I feel like this ain't a good friendship. I feel like uh, Isaiah knows a lot about what's going on in Micah's personal life. Like he knows Micah's sleeping with older women and doing, you know, he's going to have he's having police issues. Like Micah's opening up to him. Right. So now I feel like a one sided friendship when you don't open back up to me when I don't know what's going on in your life. So I think, you know, Isaiah, you know, Micah said, just been like, yo, bro, I share with you. Share with me. Like, what's up? Forget all this beating around the bush. You like men or not? Isaiah brought him meditation, bro. 
He's okay. bringing things to his life. But no, they share. No, share. <laughs> I, I told you I'm scared of the police and I peed on myself <laughs> that time. You need to share with me to make this a two way friendship. And if Isaiah doesn't divulge the gender of who it is that he's dealing with, I don't think that necessarily classifies the whole entire friendship as one sided now. Like there's a lot of different things that they share. And as Micah was expressing to Charlie, all of the things that they talk about and all of the things that they have in common and everything like that. But I think when you get into a space of dating and, you know, of course, the the kind of spectrum of gender and just the way that I think this new generalization, this new generation has been socialized to be inclusive, to not make assumptions. Because um, who's to say that whoever um, Isaiah is dating is, is identifies as male or female? Like, I think they is just the appropriate, most inclusive way to go. And so Micah gave Isaiah the space to convey, you know, whatever information he felt comfortable conveying about that. I think it's just different. Well, you know, like his response was secretive. Because he didn't really give us much information in that response. Do you feel like that was secretive? I mean, I, at the same, there's plenty of times where you might be talking to somebody and you don't want to give up all the tea right now. Like, that's that's very normal. I yeah, mean, with my own girls. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Might, it, might, it might go bad. And then there's a pointless conversation to begin with. Because then they're going to come back and ask yeah. you about them. And you're like, listen, ain't nothing to talk and about. Nothing ha- like, it, it might have just been an initial meetup. Like, I ain't got nothing to report yet. We'll We'll, we'll circle back. Like, I think that that's more than normal. Some people just share, like, I'm a person who, I don't care about a lot of stuff. So I'll tell everything, but I don't expect everybody else to <laughs> everybody do that. Because I know that I'm sh- oversharing. It's like, I, you know, I, I can't expect everybody to reciprocate my oversharing. Because I also don't have to share. So. Yeah. Ultimately, just seem mad considerate of, and I wonder if maybe, like like you said, maybe, maybe everybody defaults to they until you find out what people's mm-hmm. pronouns and everything are because everybody's big on pronouns you even put it on instagram yes. and all these other email things. signatures everything so that people know how to, to respond to you. and they really is the most inclusive non-offensive thing you can do yeah uh, i think you default mm-hmm. today when you got a hunch like if you ain't have no hunch, <laughs> then you be like, "Oh, what's her name?" But when you got a hunch, <laughs> when you feel like that hug, that last hug last week was too long, and then mm-hmm. you got, then you go to the day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that it was too long; it was just too high on the shoulders. Okay, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was the placement. All right, gotcha. It was fine. It was nothing wrong with I this know, hug. I'm it was fine. <laughs> I mean, stress. I'll just. I'll just end it. I'm. A, I'm making sure I hug y'all around, around the shoulders next time I see y'all. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I am. But here's the thing: if you hug around, but it, but it no, was close to the neck, it. right? So if you go for somebody's neck, then that's a different kind of hug, right? Yeah, we are definitely dapping up in the shoulder. That's 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 the most we're gonna do. <laughs> I'll just end with the fact that you know, although they still grammatically throws me off, um, I just I think maybe we should all just start incorporating you know more inclusive language. Um, is is Micah wrong for speculating to someone else about that man's sexuality? Who did he speculate to, though? Charlie. He said he didn't know. He just said, yeah, he, said, he, I, said I he don't know. know. I don't know. He, he said, I don't know. Queer. I don't know. He said, what. I don't know. And he said, it doesn't matter. And like, it doesn't matter. And that was speculation than Micah's. I think, I think Charlie was maybe picking up, you know, <laughs> some type of hints. Didn't or didn't Micah initially kind of introduce the subject to her about like because the comments were made about yeah. Isaiah. And so I think because I think what initially Charlie was getting at 
was wondering if Micah was trying to make a confession. Right. And then Micah had to be like, that's not what I'm trying to say. But what I am saying is that at the end of the day, if my homeboy is gay, if he is queer, even if I am queer, like, why does any of that matter? Like, why can't we just be cool like that? And it's and that's just it, it is what it is. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. Yeah. Even Charlie thought that it was worth asking the question yeah. once he, when she heard how glowingly Micah yeah, speaks, of speaks of Isaiah and how they connect on every level, you know, mm-hmm. very affectionate language. We connect in all these different ways or whatever, whatever. So Charlie was like, "She's know, like, you know, you I love me. you. You can tell me, right? You yeah. Tell me. yeah, you can tell me anything." But yeah. like, okay, so we're saying that Micah speaks of Isaiah, Isaiah using affectionate language, but like, is that us? placing something like it is you know what i mean of like, course yeah, it is one thousand like because that should again to micah's point like that shouldn't be this you know noteworthy thing to like speak glowingly about a friend who like you actually care about who you share things with who you have things in common with whose company you enjoy like exactly janae we've been talking about this for weeks Right. Ever yeah. since they sat on the floor together, we've been asking this question. Oh, yeah. They sat on the floor together. They meditated. They all these things that we've been talking about this for weeks. Yeah. Hey, where is this going? Right. Because we all it. have yeah, these preconditions. Yeah, we projecting, our, and we've been doing it this whole our, time, and we're gonna keep doing it. You know, I mean, you know. But Charlie shout out did to it. Queen Sugar for you know sparking these conversations. I'm sure we're not the only people that are having them and are kind of forced to kind of be a little introspective. Like, hmm, is this my stuff that I'm projecting on this situation? Yeah, I think that's the whole point. Good for good for the show. Good for the show. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're we're leaving uh Zula, and we are going back to Prosper's house, Prosper and Nurse Bay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, Corey? I don't. I don't approve of that. Why? She got that man lifting weights. But what's the problem? It's nasty. That's the problem. It's nasty. <laughs> oh my god. It's like like buying Hollywood is nasty. This is nasty. Do you have a problem with like older people having being in relationship? Corey? No, because I like older women. I like the Micah with the teacher thing. I was no, not the concept <laughs> of older women. I'm saying older people. Yes, old people okay. need to sit their butt down and raise right. the grandkids. Stop all this nasty stuff. <laughs> I want Prosper to focus on his health and, and helping out his grandkids. He is focused on his health. Nasty. Stop being nasty, bro. You had your time. This is wellness. You need to be. You need to be mentally well. You need company. You need things to look forward to in your day in your life. You need nah, somebody to motivate you. You need somebody to speak true. life over you. Like, what is the problem? Okay, not all that. All right. <laughs> they ain't even been nasty. Oh, okay. Well, that was the good. Okay, so right. Prosper. <laughs> we're going to stay on Prosper now because we talked about something last week, and we talked about how Prosper. It's a bad day. Now that's one thing he doesn't need to focus on. He's a, t- we, you know what? I, we're just gonna go ahead and say it. The prosper, prosper might just be a bad dad. Damn. Debris said that last week. We said it last week. We did. Um, and I, I hate it crushes my soul to admit this, but I mean, you know, people are only human. Whatever happened to Billy? Whatever story was told about Billy, they seem to all have accepted it. And twenty years later, mm-hmm. it's just now being addressed. Like he is. Taking on the Bordelone family as basically his his children in some type of way, like he's like he's been that close to them. It's just crazy to me to think about the relationship that he had with his daughter that was frayed because of something that was purported by a terrible human being about her. Somebody yeah, that was clearly a terrible human being back then, mm-hmm. and somehow that ended up fracturing her relationships with everybody. 
and everybody let that go. Like everybody accepted that was a bad relationship, or that's how it seems. Yeah, yeah, it's very unfortunate. I don't think it's something that Prosper can take on himself personally, though. I feel like it's it was it was the culture of the time, and that doesn't uh, it excuse things that everybody does, but it does make it more difficult, like to think independently. Like fast ass girl mm-hmm. was a concept that that we were all drilled with. You know what I'm saying? Like some girls, they just fast and they're going to be doing things and, and you know, they're going to be tempting you and they're going to blah, blah, blah. So that narrative fit right into what Jimmy Dale said happened. So everybody was like, yeah, I've heard about that happening. Yeah, I know that that happens all the time. So it was something that was easy to accept. Um, and like I said, it doesn't excuse people for, you know, behaving this way and, and for and for hurting people and not believing people. But you know, it's not, it's hard to look back on it and really pile on Prosper, you know, for not getting it. He would have been exceptional. But even be, to, yes, that point, very valid. But even beyond that piece of it, he doesn't seem to understand, you know, even in acknowledging the fact that he wants to try to rebuild this relationship with his daughter, she's wanting to spend this quality time with him and he won't dedicate the time to just spending with her he has to try to you know loop in violet and loop in this like he won't just give her the time no matter she's trying so hard to you know just have that one-on-one time with him to really focus don't like on rebuild you don't think so <laughs> <laughs> wait you say he doesn't like her or he doesn't like it I, like no, he doesn't him. like her. He doesn't like Billy. He don't yeah. like Billy. Uh, he's trying to learn to like. Yeah, he's trying to learn to like yeah. her, and he's not there yet. I think that's true. Because I mean, yeah. also, he still had those preconceived notions about his daughter too. Um, and it wasn't until she had to, you know, tell everybody about themselves that all of a sudden the the gear started turning and stuff started to click. And it's like, oh snap! I might have had this all wrong the whole time. Um, and it's just deep how and everybody's kind of growth and healing and all of the ways that they, you know, understand things differently and, you know, realize that Jimmy Dale was manipulative and this and that, that it never dawned on them to consider that this particular situation might not have been as they thought as well. And but, it wasn't until Billy literally had to spell it out for them. Like you were saying, though, Janae, about the piece about Billy just wanting to spend the quality time. Mm-hmm. I want to I want I want to go back to that because. When Avi and Hollywood came in, it's just like, you know, your part of your job as a parent is to always protect your children, right? And knowing mm-hmm. that your children are not always right, it seems like Prosper never does that. Defense her. Billy. Um, how, how is it that Avi can walk into your home and, and disrespect your child like that, unprovoked? Like, and, and you don't yeah. have nothing to say? And, and then this goes back, you know, to, you know, when we found out about this whole situation, like how is it that you allow this whole town to, and, and I get what you're saying, Jabri, and, and that does, it checks out, it makes sense. But this whole town, you know, turns against your daughter essentially. And you don't, you're not there to protect her. Like you never protect her. Like you left her have, to the wolves again. She can like, have peace again. in her own home. Not never. Like mm-hmm. she can, she can never count on her dad to like defend her or speak up for her or say anything. In any capacity. In yeah. Defense. Like, wow. Yeah. I could just come in here and talk to me crazy. Like I didn't even do She didn't even look to him to do it. She yeah. didn't even look she at didn't him. She didn't expect like, it. And she was trying to like bow out gracefully, but Aunt Vi right. came in there seeming like she was determined to to make some shake. And it's just like the energy is just it's it's it's, it's wild, Aunt Vi. Like I need you 
I need you to relax. But she was, I think she was already come. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later, but she was probably already coming in hot, you know, yeah. from the somebody trying to steal my man energy. And so I guess she probably was coming in. Well, well while we're here, let's, let, let's, let's nip this in the bud as well. Yeah. Um, th- you know, you, you man stealing. <laughs> man stealing. Wow. Right. It was but, a raw nerve. Yeah, yeah. She was already raw from, you know, the situation that happened with Hollywood, but yeah, no. To the back to your original point about Prosper. Um, yeah, he he really needs to figure out how to stand in the gap for for Billy. And even he, I don't think he knows how. He yeah. he genuinely doesn't know how. And even when, um, you know, I guess when Charlie eventually found her, like Prosper sent Charlie. Like he, Prosper couldn't. He doesn't even know how to you know have those conversations with her at this point. It's 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 so it, their relationship is so damaged at this point um even more damaged than i think he realized you know now so yeah oh no i think she needs to chill out a little bit i feel like she could have need to chill out um the daughter because <laughs> yeah, like she want all the attention she's like a little kid you too old for that like sometimes like Does she? What? yeah she's like i want to I want your undivided attention. That's the only way we can get to know each other. Like, bro, just sit at the That's table. Kind of it is. That's no, it's not how it works. You can absolutely get to know someone mm-hmm. and bond through a group setting. We don't have to, you don't have to have this undivided attention. Not that group, though. Yeah, because that that's not like they work. all type. Aunt Vi hates you. Aunt Vi, think, Aunt Vi thinks you stole the man that she didn't want. And guess how we undo that? You go sit at the table, y'all eat, and maybe y'all converse and talk about situations. And that's how we get past that. But you you being like, if they here, I ain't going to be here. That don't get nobody nowhere. But suppose I even grant you that. Prosper didn't even give Billy a heads up that they were coming. Billy is operating under the guise that they're having this father-daughter day, this father-daughter dinner, whatever. And then all of a sudden, some more people come up in the spot like... If I if I'm going into a situation thinking I'm about to have a one on one with you and then some more people pop up, whether you my daddy, my homegirl or not, I'm gonna still be looking at you like I thought it was just gonna be us. Like you can yeah. the communication it, it just isn't there and he's just completely undermining every attempt that Billy makes to spend that one on one time with him. Cause this isn't the first time she's been trying to, you know, get this time with him and he won't dedicate it. But that's not how it works. She needs to come to him and be like, I'm trying to dedicate some time to us spending together. Not just like trying to set up these um, constantly like these meet cutes for them to just, you know, hang out together and and bond and, and, you know, start to love each other again. She needs to be like that. I'm trying to spend some time with you as opposed to I'm just trying to hang out because the way Prosper, the way Prosper has fun is with Hollywood and Vi. That's what's fun to him. Right. Not sitting around talking to Billy. That's not fun to him. Right. And it doesn't have to be. Daughter day. She yeah, literally she said, literally said that. Daughter day. And, and he, he said, said okay. cool. He said, oh, okay. I might have missed he, that part. Yeah, she, that okay. was the he whole said, point. Daddy, daughter day. <laughs> when, when, when the nurse was there, like, you know, they while he was lifting weights, she said, you know, I'll go pick up some supper and maybe we can just have a daddy-daughter day. And he was like, yeah, let's cool. do it. So don't tell me that's what we doing. And then invite some more people. He had already invited Vi and them, though, right? Yeah. Because he didn't... Yeah, apparently he had already invited them. Um, And they were hella late. 
because they had to uh, had they had to stop to by the motel first, right? They stopped by the motel first, so they would have been here all throughout dinner. Like they wouldn't even have had the time that they had if it was up to which Prosper. would have been worse. But why couldn't which Prosper have, have communicated that? Like why? What? What's? Why can't he just say that then? Why is that heartbreaking though? Like you, Prosper you know. sitting there, like, damn, when they gonna come rescue me from this dinner <laughs> with Billy? He's like, damn, where? Where is Vi? Where is Hollywood? They are late. I am sitting here by myself. With this person, I do not. Like. I don't know if I mean it's, it's not that I completely disagree with you. <laughs> if you if you want to hang out with him, you got to do what he like doing. And if he like hanging out with them people, then you might have to hang out with them people too. I disagree with that. Like you don't always have to just do the way that. Like it should like, not be, a, be a reach to be like, let's have some daddy daughter time. And he like, yeah, we can do that. Like it doesn't seem like she's monopolizing all of his time. She's Almost trying to do little yeah. things. Right? She's trying to do little things. By buying him shit that he can use and need in the house, and he don't want that. Like by trying to be present in different ways, asking. She got to be more straight up. She said, "Can we have daddy daughter time?" I yeah, I don't know what else to say. Can we have daddy daughter time? And he said, "Yes." She she didn't say just daddy daughter time. Okay, just daddy and daughter. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't. It is not about daddy was there and daughter was there. That's daddy daughter time. Daddy daughter time satisfied. If one of your kids ask you for father father child time, that you know what that means. You don't agree with that, right there. I have a better relationship with my kids than, than Prosper has with Billy. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm not letting Prosper off the hook for that. I think he just genuinely lacks some awareness of the situation too. Like, I mean, to the original point, Prosper might just be a bad dad. Like, how can you not just pick up on the cue that when your daughter asks you for some daddy daughter time, that that means daddy daughter time not daddy daughter yeah, buying yeah. Hollywood time? Like, it's it's a very simple concept that Prosper clearly doesn't get. I don't know if that I think that he doesn't like her. I think he's uncomfortable with her. Yeah. Because true. of their bad relationship. Like their relationship is not good. So the time he has to spend with her is effectively time he has to spend alone sitting in the space where there's the something stuff. that needs to be said. And he don't know how to say it. And if she doesn't open it up, then he's not going to open it up. It's like he has to kind of figure out what they're not in a good place. And they don't know how to get to the, they don't know how to get there. Now she tried it to me, it to me suggesting the daddy daughter thing, like those conversations kind of naturally would come up and it seems like they didn't get a chance to now, now Prosper was going to get some wine. So they was about to start drinking a little bit together. Now maybe some of the, some of the, 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 the wine was going, was going to get some of them truths out, but we never got there because Hollywood and, and Vi showed up. And I think buying Hollywood are like buffers for him, you know, because, you know, it's, it is uncomfortable for him, for him to be in that space alone with, with Billy, but also putting to continuously put Billy in those situations to be around these people where, you know, the relationship isn't good. I don't think it's fair. Like I would, I would almost want to keep them apart. Like, you know, that there's some bad blood here. So why do you keep trying to have these people in the same space? It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird, but like, but back to Billy right quick, you know, the stuff is not going to change until people learn her side of it. Yeah. And if she, if she hasn't told Prosper her side of it, then why would Prosper's feelings about it have changed since then? If she hadn't told Vi her side of it, then why would Vi's feelings have changed since then? The only person whose feelings have changed since then is Nova because her and Nova had that conversation. So Billy can't just come back and just assume that feelings will have softened and changed if nobody has that new information. So Billy, you know, as, as hard as that is to talk about, if she wants to really repair the, these relationships, she has to start talking about, you know, her side of what happened. But she told her father in the first place. That's why she left. 
she told him back when it happened and he didn't believe her. So he's known this whole time what she said happened. She just they just didn't believe it. I thought she said that he tried that she tried to tell him, but he wouldn't listen. Well, I feel like tried to tell him is here's what happened, but you don't want to hear me. Listening. Right? I'm telling you not <laughs> yeah. listening. So she went to go talk to Ernest, who sounded like he was listening to her, like he actually believed her. And that's why she got mad. That's why she got petty on Nova and told Nova, I mean, told Ernest about, about Nova. Yeah. Like, it's like he told her, but she didn't believe it. Okay. I'm wondering, you know, what type of place that puts uh, Vi in, especially because she's such an advocate for women and, and you know, domestic mm-hmm. violence and all of those things. And Avi, you knowing what type of person Jimmy Dale was and the things that he was doing to you, you know what he's capable of. You know that he's a terrible human being. Why are we taking anything that Jimmy Dale has to say for face value? You know, I, I'm confused as to how this how this played out back then. It just it made sense to everybody. How? And their context back then, because because yeah. you also have to think back then. I mean, even though I'm by ultimately did leave jimmy dale like for a while she was she was in love with that man for a a, a good while too and so we know that aunt Vi was manipulated we know that you know he you know had her brain all messed up and so it's only been recently that she's come to acknowledge the role that that played in her life i don't know that she's ever you know went back and tried to apply how he might have manipulated other people around them it didn't it didn't dawn on her i just don't even think it dawned on her to consider that she might as billy said that she might not have just been his only victim and we keep saying back then but back then really is just the late 90s they was all listening it, it, it's it's funny think about that because like, it could have been yeah, yeah the late 90s the was point a wild still time yeah yeah the point stands um that's a great question shanice you know uh like how could Vi, the the domestic violence advocate, not noticed? I think it's a good job by the show. It's like there's no perfect vessels, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Like people people have their blind spots, you know. People who are down for the cause sometimes they miss something. They're not going to be right about everything. Nobody's right about everything. So you know, um, it, it's not necessarily a contradiction, but I think it's actually a good job to show that you know Vi who has, you know, come to understand who's a, a victim herself, mm-hmm. who's a survivor herself, and how, you know, she can still miss it, even though she's all about it and all about helping people. I think this is still part of the journey. Um, this was a, a, a major blind spot for Aunt Vi that I think now she's going to have to reckon with. And yeah, this, like Jabri said, there's no perfect vessels. Everybody's still learning. And, you know, I'm sure like a, she, she looked real stuck, and I'm sure she is feeling like a, a bit of a clown at this point. Yeah, um, but you know, I'll be curious to see how they deal with that moving forward. Yeah, and like you said, quick, real quick, to really, you said a survivor of the same person. Mm-hmm. By the way, like survivor really? of the same person. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Okay, so um, in the Destiny Bordelone household now. <laughs> Miss Celine. And who called this? Did you call it, Jabri? Somebody called this last week. Oh, yeah. I mean, and she put him almost said exactly what I said she was going to say. <laughs> you know, you know, she was glad that Gabriel had somebody and she wanted somebody, too. I was like, <laughs> I, think, I think I said, does she want somebody like Hollywood or does she want she Hollywood? Want Hollywood? So Hollywood. that's pretty much exactly what I said was going to happen. Baby, she tried it. She Hollywood tried to hug her, though, man. Hollywood, I, that, he that last hug. I was he like that hug. Know. I get and I get what happened. he saw it coming. It's like almost he like did. he saw it coming. 
And he was like, let me just counteract this with the hug. But the hug was the hug. Was that was opening. the, you got too close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he tried to shut it down when he could. Um, you know, he leaned into I, the uppercut. I did. <laughs> you know, have y'all ever seen those memes where it's like, this is how, this is how I greet women. This is how my wife thinks I greet women. This is how my wife wants me to greet women. <laughs> yes. You see, you see why? You see what can happen if you have somebody, they're going to try to kiss you and they're going to put their hand on your chest. And I told you, just don't even be saying hi, because that would have never happened. <laughs> when none, 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 none of that never happened, you would have just not even said hi. I don't know, man. Y'all, I think y'all underestimate y'all. Like, <laughs> no, we don't. Y'all, y'all, under, y'all underestimate a determined woman who wants to put you in inappropriate space. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you. That's why you got an uppercut. You, all, you all think there are definitive ways to, to to dart these things or to to get out the way, but y'all are all thinking two steps ahead in case we do that thing to move out the way. Y'all thinking like, oh, if he does that, I'm gonna move this way. Like, no, if, there's if some terrible people out there. No. There are. I don't disagree with that. However, comma to your original point, Panama, to the extent that Hollywood absolutely saw it coming, he knew where it was going, and he was he trying to get out of there quick. And I was like, "Don't hug her! Like, you're just supposed to be like, all right, take care, bye, yeah. go to no, the car." Just bump. And I was like, "You gonna hug her? Nah." But he was, try- he was trying to say he was trying to save her from feeling he was. uncomfortable. He was being too noble. Got caught up in the moment, yeah. Caught up in the moment. She got caught up in the moment. But this begs a question. Look, Corey asked me a good question the other day. Corey, why don't you present your question? Lord. Oh, um, I asked, you know, whether he should have told Vi about the attempted kiss. And since they didn't actually kiss. And, you know, what what, what, what do y'all think should happen in that situation? Like, is it? You have to. You, you have, do. You do. You, do. you have to because, because if, if Vi were to hear some story that was not quite accurate from Celine first mm-hmm. that she's not going to she's not she's not going to hear you the same when you say nothing happened and I had nothing to do with it she's not going to hear it the same she's she got to hear it why from you why you didn't tell me the first place why you exactly didn't tell me. you're going to be behind the eight ball how you going to watch me helping this woman when you know that she tried to kiss me like how you going to be like, like, well, how can you, well, how can I mean, you so that? yeah, that's part of it too. She, yeah, she's in a she's in a vulnerable state. You know, she might have just be vulnerable been some... around some of those men. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but the kiss never happened. Now that we know that she done took the baby and ran, Aunt Vi would be wondering like, where did they go? Why did she leave? Like, what what is the context for her leaving? It's <laughs> Hollywood. I, I don't know. Like, no, like you have to. Hollywood has to say what he knows, even you know, at that yeah. point. She tried to kiss me. I was real mean to her, and she might have left. <laughs> you, 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 you bring unnecessary, you bring unnecessary drama in your life when you no, volunteer a bunch no. of information. Yeah, no. just because this drama doesn't mean it's unnecessary. It sucks that it happened, but it happened, and so now we got to deal with it. And this is where we are. So, as your husband, I'm not about to let you keep smiling in this woman's face. Who trying to push up on your husband? Like I'm going to let you right. figure out how you want to handle that situation. Let's say, okay, he doesn't tell Vi, and that situation happened, and then maybe you know you go back over there and she tries something else. Again, she tries something else. Then what? Then what you going to do? 
Stop going. Yeah, then you just you just can't go back over there. You just gotta <laughs> yeah, tell exactly. Gabriel. So this what can't go you go tell Vi when Vi Then where do you, you tell Vi? Like, hey, hey, Hollywood, can you run Gabriel over to Celine and da da da? Then what you gonna say? Uh, nah. I gotta go to that real spot. I gotta go uh, check on the shipment. That's not sustainable. That's you talk about unnecessary <laughs> drama. That's unnecessary <laughs> drama. You're not about to have me up look, here. Look, first off, then Vi questioned him. Oh, what did you do? You know, so now she immediately took the. The woman side, Shut like, that down like quick too, though. well, yeah. look, yeah, you got to get in front of that too because mm-hmm. what could also happen is is Celine could spin that entirely in a different mm-hmm. way, and all of a sudden have Hollywood trying to come on to her in a vulnerable spot. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, and and because you didn't say anything in the first place, Vi ha- has to take this information out of nowhere. Yes, you all you over here having to over explain and try to convince. As opposed to just tell up front that this is what happened. So, fellas, in the real world now, is this something that you guys practice? Do you uh, inform your wife of uh, any attempts of women to flirt with you? Or I don't have those it... problems. I'm at oh, home, oh, 24 so no, seven. No, no, I talk no women, to y'all. No women flirt with y'all. Okay, oh, man. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My wife listens to the show, so no one person me, and one hundred percent of the time, I tell her, of course. But let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this too. Do y'all think it goes differently if Celine had put on some makeup? <laughs> no, no, not with I Hollywood. don't. Not, not with Hollywood. Hollywood. Not with Hollywood. Okay, I'm not playing with you. I had to ask. I'm not playing. I do think <laughs> there is a certain. If Celine was looking like Paula J. Parker, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> There's a certain class of dude who would take advantage of that. There well, definitely is. Time. Like there absolutely is some dudes who'd be like, and that's, and that's called a good man. That's what it's called. You got women, mm, out, you mm, got mm, you got mm, depressed mm. women in the community looking for a brother to be a shoulder to lean on, or maybe a lap to sit on. And you know, it's 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 more. There's not enough men for every woman. Sometimes black women, you need to share your man with the needy women. Corey, you just got married. Something's severely wrong with Please. you. I'm just saying. Please. Help out. Help. You, you want to preach sisterhood. You want to preach sisterhood to each other. But then when it comes time to be a sister. I did and not share, see this coming. And share, and share does your, your wife listen to the show? No, she does not. Obviously not. Couldn't. Couldn't. She, when it comes time to be a sister and share your good man with the community, with, with less fortunate women, then you get selfish. So that's, you need that's to figure out whether you're going to be a sister wife? or whether you're going to be selfish. I'm, we we not gonna have these for other at home like Panama. Uh, exactly. Man, so that's for the rest of us. Right. Okay. Be wow. a sister. Share your man. Shine not up in here. Well, <laughs> that's a motto. And that's a motto. Um, and we're gonna that's leave that slogan. Right okay. Right. It's a slogan. Um, okay. The the final bad thing before we move on to Ralph Angel. Um, not the SWAT team busting up in Nova's home. <sighs> I, and so at that moment, at the, at the moment, I'm really side eyeing Dominic now. Like in the moment, like, I, I take my notes like man, in real time. Dominic, so I'm like, man. I'm really side eyeing Dominic because it's just it's just, it's so convenient. Like, oh, they just was smoking, and now all of a sudden the feds is in here going oh, straight away. Right now, the feds know that she smokes. Mm-hmm. How the feds know she smokes? Mm-hmm. Dominic knows she smokes. What they call with with this rolling papers? I'm guessing they would have planted <laughs> if something wasn't there. They would have planted something. I feel like it was one of those types of but, situations. So here's what I want to know: Did somebody say Nova is housing 25 kilos? Got 500k in cash, like. They they did they did an actual drug raid on her house. That was a full ass drug raid on her house. 
I was going to say, but as we've previously acknowledged, the fix is in. Like, it doesn't matter what the facts are. They going to make whatever they want to stick, stick. Like, it's not about facts. It's not about logic. We know Nova's not running no drug ring, but they wanted to bust up in her house and, and ransack her stuff. And, and they, and that's what they did. And regardless if Nova got off or not, they let her know that you can be touched. And, and that's what happened. Where's Nova's hiding space? Like it took them a long time to find it. They did. Like yeah. they were there. They were there for quite some time. Well, Where is she, she hiding? Hide, like, she didn't have a hiding space. It was right there on the dresser, and they looking for a hiding space. <laughs> it was a plain sight, right? They, they, they walked right past it. Right. They're like, well, we got to find the hidden drug somewhere, and they was like, oh, well, Captain, here goes a quarter ounce of weed. And, um, yeah. Is this it? But also, I mean. Now, I'll be fair. Nova also, you know, she used to sell weed, too. So, I I mean, it's not to say that it would be impossible for them to have gotten word. But I will also say that I'm I'm leaning towards Dominic having something to do with this, especially because last episode, he spent some time alone in Nova's house while she was getting dressed when they was about to go on. If he was going to set her up, why not use some real? Uh, some cocaine right. or something. If I'm like, Dominic, I'm going to put bricks, yes. quarter brick, half a brick, whole brick. <laughs> hey, hey, like it's going to be, it's going to be different. <laughs> I don't know if it's, I'm going to know that I'm not going to waste New Orleans resources on a, on on a, a joint a quarter ounce of weed <laughs> right. drug raid. Like I'm going to make sure that she's going to prison. Yeah, no, I don't know that it's about the, uh, about a plan. I, I think he's might just be in an information gathering capacity. Yeah, I'm not so sure it's a waste of resources. Like, yeah, yeah. Just because they waste a lot of time, like they got a lot of information. Yeah, they harass Nova, which is a lot of enjoy- the point is to harass Nova, right? Listen, They're enjoying it. You don't need all them police officers harass Nova. They want you to need do it. To. They're like, oh, they want yeah. Yeah. You could have dumped in with two two cops. You don't need the full tactical unit to do that. <laughs> I'm sure in New Orleans there was other crime that needed tending to while they were over there busting down Nova's door. That was insane to me because if, and I agree with you, it is like a, it's an intimidation. It just seemed over the top. Of course it was. Mm-hmm. She needs to go ahead and release the papers now though. Why is she holding on to she's it? Gonna, like... But she's going to end up writing. The problem is Nova's a journalist. She's going to write about this. She ain't afraid. She's going to write about this. So now you're going to get a whole article that she has carte blanche to write in whatever, whatever newspaper on the true papers and then the New York Times Picayune. I mean, New Orleans Times <laughs> Picayune. She gonna she gonna she gonna write this article about police using resources stupidly or whatever. Like this doesn't end with either one of them. Nobody's backing down. I don't know what they were looking for her to say because they were holding her at the police station, and clearly she had been there for you know x amount of hours, and they had been coming in you know wanting her to say something, and I guess eventually she got fed up and you know said the right stuff, and they had no choice but to let her go. But clearly there was some something that they were hoping that she was going to divulge and so i don't i don't know what that looks like i don't i don't know what that is she she divulged all she has she's like that's a quarter ounce of weed you know i got it there's my card right next to it i'm not the plug and everybody sucks at this point the police (laughs) are bad at their job dominic is trash because they should they would know this by now this one is exposing police corruption like Almost like she wakes up in the morning. Look, she's like Sean King. Oh, man. Like she wakes up looking for some new cops to put on blast. Like it's not like this is not their recon work was terrible. Sure. They picked the wrong one. Right. Like you you at least got to bring a, a brick of coke with you to plant. 
like or something. <laughs> like they shouldn't they should have walked out with a duffel bag full of something. Maybe they weren't trying to commit a crime that hard. Maybe they were just trying to mess with her. Like maybe they're trying to get in her head. I think it was intimidation. Yeah, I mean, y'all are right. Maybe they really don't want to spend the rest of their lives in jail. Like they don't want to like create no paper trail where they plant and stuff and they got too many people involved. There'd be too many people involved in this conspiracy. Somebody gonna snitch. So they just trying to mess with her, intimidate her, get her to back down, drop the lawsuit or whatever they got going, uh, the civil suit or whatever they're doing against the city. That's all they're trying to do. I don't think that they were really trying to set her up to go to prison for 30 years. They should. That's how you stop the papers. <laughs> So yeah, no. so we don't. Everybody is not in agreement that Dominic is is involved. I don't think so. I think I'm if he was, he, he could do better if he was involved. He could have planned something. It's a lot of breadcrumbs with him being involved, involved, though, man. I'm not convinced. He he's always not there. How he know when she was getting out? He was he was right there. He said he was, he said man. he was going to be there. He said I'm going to meet you at the station. Do you need me to call any of your peoples? If not, I'm going to come. So he waited in the parking lot for four hours. He was just there the whole time. Yeah, bro, that's dedication. No, no, no why? He's not. Why? Exactly. He's a good brother. If Hollywood did well, this, y'all would have been like, time. "Man, Hollywood's a good dude." And Dominic do it. Yeah. We don't know Dominic. He's a stranger. We'll see. We will see. Okay. In any event, um, Nova is not the only one that the feds are watching. Mm. First of all, um, didn't I tell you, Ralph Angel and Darla, not to take this vacation? But here y'all go, out here sitting by the pool anyway. With some money that y'all don't even really got like that. And, you know, as, matter of fact, no. It's good that y'all did this because this might be the last one for a while. Truly. <laughs> this might be the last one for a while. <laughs> Truly. Because, baby. Yeah. Um, this all Darla's fault. It, oh, what? Hmm. I'm not. No. Darla pretending like she believed this man's nonsense. <laughs> Just encourage him to do more nonsense. <laughs> it's like sometimes, listen, sometimes when you're a parent, right, and, and you like, you know, you know your kid is lying, you know, but it's like it's, it's a little white lie. They two, three years old. They're going to say they didn't knock the thing over or whatever. If you act like you believe them, that just encourages them to lie more. They're like, oh, I'm good at lying. Watch me lie some more. That like that. That's how it works. So that's what happened with Ralph Angel. Ralph Angel thought that he was getting away with some lying, so he kept on lying. But that's the thing about gaslighting, though. And I think Darla, I mean, in the end, realized like. I can't believe I, because she knew it. She knew it from the beginning. She knew she had valid concern to be worried, but because she didn't want to offend her husband because her husband was saying, I got it, I got it, I got it. And she's trying to hold him down and be supportive. And, you know, she already, I'm sure she already still feels like, feels has some sort of guilt about their past and just wanted to do things differently and really support this man. You know, and not he wanting to step on his how toes. Much money he had. Yeah, no. And it but didn't make yeah. Any sense. And so that's the thing about gaslighting. When somebody takes advantage I mean, not to say that Ralph Angel was being malicious. I don't think it was that, but he did gaslight her into thinking that everything was cool when Darla knew it wasn't, but she wasn't gonna challenge him because she didn't wanna, you know, make things rocky between them. You hate to see it. Darla should have been like, That ain't true, dog. That ain't true. <laughs> yeah. You hate to see it. I mean, I guess she, you know, she probably, I don't think she was like purposely trying to make him think that she believes him, but it's like, if your husband is saying, I got this and you have no evidence mm-hmm. otherwise, even if you have an inkling in the back of your mind, like what you going, like what, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, I have mm-hmm. no choice but to let this play out because I don't like, mm-hmm. I don't have any, I don't have any evidence against this. No, 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 no. Man, last week, no way last week we did the math on here. The most he could have made if he were, if, if he worked sixteen hours at twenty five dollars an hour, he could have a maximum of four hundred dollars. That's what he could have legally. If he's saying he well, has more than that, he got to explain. 
he got to explain well, yeah, he how, how he got more than that. And she, and she yeah. acted like it was cool that mm-hmm. he could come home with $400 and take her on vacation and pay all their bills. She acted like that could be true. <sighs> right. That's her fault. Okay. That's fair. All right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Uh, you know, there what? was some blissful ignorance there. Oh, absolutely. That's fair. I wouldn't put it past Darla to, for the blissful ignorance. Like I, I, I have a strong feeling that maybe she was like, oh, well, maybe this is, maybe he just got more. Maybe they just split him a little extra. Nah, I think she know better. She just, she just pregnant and annoyed and she just want to get to the end of this. I also think there has to be a layer of like, Ralph Angel, (laughs) sir, you have been to jail. You went through all of that to get off parole. You, I'm sitting here. We have this life. I'm pregnant. Ain't no way. You would be so stupid to go and pull some stuff like stealing boxes from the Landry's. The now, Landry's. the land like there's there's no way. And Ralph Angel, of course, he <laughs> unfortunately that's exactly what he's doing, and I just don't understand. Can't. Um, that's yeah. Well, so Theo got arrested. Um, and now Theo from prison. Theo from Chauncey. prison. Um, <laughs> can we call him Chauncey? I like Chauncey personally. <laughs> Continue. Um, he got arrested, and and now they're asking about Raw, unsurprisingly. And now Hollywood is kind of in on this. You know, they bring a Hollywood, and Hollywood is not really Hollywood's not with shit, not about it at all, at all. Um, and he, he I, I, I think that he knows that Raw has gotten himself into some mess. Um, I don't know if he knows the extent. Well, it's clear. I mean. I, I'm sure that's why. I mean, if the if the police are coming around looking for Ralph Angel in mm-hmm. relationship to Theo, mm-hmm. then it's clear that there's some sort of connection, even without Ralph Angel saying I did some work for him, because there shouldn't be a reason why Ralph Angel should have any context on Theo if if Ralph Angel hasn't been involved with him at all. But there's clearly some sort of connection, and I think Hollywood is trying to get to the bottom of what is that connection like why are they coming around here looking for you talking about theo like asking about theo and you together yeah theo gave the ass his alibi theo told the cops that he was with ralph angel at the real spot yeah. and that's how he wasn't still in boxes so that's why the police came there and they left because hollywood wasn't there yeah to to like to corroborate but that's like that's how like theo from prison pulled how uh pulled hollywood into it like right you know trying to give himself an alibi yeah thinking thinking that he would lie for ralph angel mm-hmm. you know like it was pretty manipulative yeah mm, well well hollywood's definitely clued in now that i, I did air quotes i did some work with him what does that even mean right what does that what mean work does still have for you like what i mean does he have a business i mean does is he an employer or yeah, no, I'm, we don't like it. Yeah. yeah, and then Ralph Angel is still not telling Darla the whole truth. Now this is debatable, but I mean, he he took the time to tell Darla, you know, what happened in a nutshell. But he still said that he just drove the car. You did not just drive the car, sir. You got yeah, out of the car, still in boxes, bro. Went inside. You came back outside with boxes in your hand. You loaded them in the vehicle, and then you drove the car. Left out a lot. He ain't even wear no bandana on the face, Listen, nothing. Just out there, just bare face. It doesn't matter. To quote Poet Laureate 50 Cent, <laughs> you get the same shit for 10 bodies you get for one cuz. So whether he drove the car or loaded the boxes, it doesn't matter. If he gets popped, he's going down for committing 
We're not. This is what, what, how much do we think he stole? I mean, this is five hundred dollars. Armed robbery, more than likely, they'll get him for it. Right. This is a felony. Felony because of the. He's going back to jail. Yeah. I mean, period. But I mean, he's made himself significantly more vulnerable to getting popped by actually going into the building and showing his face, still in boxes. And whereas if he was just driving the car, maybe there was a few other lines of you know right. layers to go through to actually. Find that Darla driving. doesn't know. Cause that way Darla can Darla can say no, he did not steal boxes. He just drove the car. He told me he just drove the car. Well, yeah, yeah. Ralph Angel still minimizing. Yeah, still lying. Still yeah. lying. It's gonna come out. <laughs> it's hey. gonna come out. All I mean, but in Ralph Angel's defense, though. I mean, when he applied for this job, it said driver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his his job got changed when he got there. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, when you say that's not in my to job description. That's when you say that's not in my job description. He tried that, and my man said, "Cool, give me the money back." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's cool. Give me the money. He tried to go home. <laughs> but you know, this is why we should have never we should have never just been out there with Theo in the first place because you know Theo from prison. It's right in his name, Theo, Theo from prison. prison. And we, because me and Janae snatched our prison bay title back real quick. We was like, "Wait a minute, uh, uh-uh. uh, Chauncey minute. don't look right. Do something look off right. with Chauncey." Mm. <laughs> He's Chauncey to Janae. <laughs> yes. I literally like when I said, "Like look at Chauncey, all the shiesty stuff." Yeah, I've been calling him TJ. The fact that his name is Theo is really baffling. It's like, wow, this dude's name is Theo. I never heard that. No punk ass Chauncey. Y'all think he gonna snitch? Y'all think he gonna snitch on Ralph Angel when the time comes? Yes. If it come down to it, yeah. And reduce his sentence. Uh, yes. Yeah. Ain't no honor amongst thieves. Mm-mm. I it wouldn't count on that, it. Though, Hollywood going to give him the alibi. I think Hollywood so. going to come through with the alibi, yeah. Okay. All right. Well. I think he's That's got the feeling that Ralph Angel's wrapped up in it. So when they come ask him, he's going to be like, yeah, they were here. Hey, guys. Please don't put me in that position. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know. Don't make me lie to the police for you. <laughs> I do it. I prefer not to. That's fair. I would never do that. Okay, <laughs> Corey snitching. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't snitching. I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna give. I'm like, if I recall correctly, I don't believe. Um, you know, you gotta <laughs> word it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta word Lots it right. Flowery yeah, language. Like, was he with you? Absolutely, he was with yeah, me. Yeah. Sure I mean, what do you spade. mean by with? Yeah, with is mean, relative. Yeah, exactly. That's how you. I, that's, that's when you start pulling out the number. Yeah, when you say with, he was with me in spirit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. recording, you were recording a podcast that night. Now I, I, I lost the tape. <laughs> I did lose the tape. But he was there. But yeah, we recorded that night. Yeah, I do absolutely. recall seeing him that day. Yes, I do. Yes, at some point. Yes, some I point. sure did. There you go. You got to you got to word it to where you it's like go. You got to tell half the lie. That's always my, my my rule. Don't never tell a whole lie because that's too easy to pick apart. Tell a half a lie and you'll be good. Okay. Take it from the Corey. More you know. I'm sure he knows. Well, I don't know how Ralph Angel is going to get out of this, but you know, this is the situation. So. Well, no, look, if if don't nobody say nothing, they ain't got no edit. They, they clearly don't have no video evidence. Well, maybe they do. Clearly, they, we they, don't they, know they, that. That's not the yeah. Landry. Exactly. I think they ain't got no video. All right. Well, if they had video evidence, then they ain't got to come. They got to ain't no didn't put ain't no putting them asking no questions. They got evidence. They you know they go he going in. 
um, I guess that's true too. They, they don't need. They wouldn't ask Hollywood yeah. for a whereabout if they got video evidence because the video would put them there at the scene of the crime. Yeah, it wouldn't be no need for no alibis. Yeah, so they might got like, the video a, might look something like them. Like the video might true. not be like grainy figures. Why that's true. Then why did Theo get popped in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Like how do we still doing? Theo doing too many crimes. Maybe they got a fingerprint at the scene of the. They put him at the scene of the crime, but he like you know I was there two days ago, bro. I was you know I don't know. That's true. Okay, well you know I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how Rock Angel is gonna get out of this, but until next time on the good, the bad, and the Rock Angel. Well, hopefully it's not Rock Angel next time, but it probably will be. Bomb bomb. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody, welcome back to Bourbon and Borderlands and the Black Tastic Podcast Network. It is time for our evictions. That is our advice and our predictions for the folks in St. Joe after this episode. I think Panama has some burning evictions. So I'm going to start off with you. What you got? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if it's burning or not, but I oh. do have some advice oh. and predictions. <laughs> <laughs> don't be, don't be childish. Don't, know that, that, wow. don't be we childish. We just had a whole conversation don't about be, being progressive. Don't be childish. And Here you go. Don't you be go childish. bringing Cameron hey, into the conversation. You don't know if it's burning or not. You may need to see a doctor. That's all I'm gonna say. Continue. Uh, Continue. Exhausted. Go ahead, Panama. Please. So my advice is for uh, Ralph Angel: get your story straight, bro. Yeah. Get your story straight. You better make sure you got your ducks in the road. You do not seem like a ducks in the road kind of chap. You <laughs> just don't. <laughs> you seem like you're gonna leave some shit on the table. You th- just don't feel like you're gonna have all your bases covered. Darla, gonna, she gonna be there. She'll say whatever you need. But I think you need to get all your. On by had to save you from the damn cell phones and stuff in the shed way back mm-hmm. yonder. Mm-hmm. Just remember, you you have. You you are you are you are a bad decision away he from prison. He has some prison. nerve. Like I just I just can't believe it. Yeah. But yes, you yeah, really have can some quit nerve. Drugs and alcohol, but Ralph Andrew can't quit. They quit crime. Like, 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 like he's doing it to support. The problem. He's doing it to support Dollar. If he had listened to me and st- if he had listened to me and stayed oh, single, he, you know, if he had listened to me and stayed single, he wouldn't need to go through all of this. But y'all was oh. y'all was promoting okay. his marriage. And this he is currently selfishly supporting his ego. Yes. All right. Now my prediction. Is that um, the feds is, well, not the feds, it's going to be the local folks. The local folks, the feds sounds better, but the local folks is coming for Ralph Angel. They going to have everything but that one vital piece of info mm. that I agree with y'all, Hollywood going to supply. That one, and Hollywood got enough credibility in some way, shape, or form where they ain't going to be able to, to pop Ralph Angel. But this is going to cause a significant rift in his relationship again with Hollywood. It's going to cause mm. an, it's going to cause an issue with him in Hollywood. And it's going to cause an issue with him and Darla. That's my that's my that's my eviction. I don't. That's a good one. I think that I agree. Yeah. All right, Corey, you can go next. Well, my my advice is for for Nova. Um, and it's kind of twofold. I think one, she should release the info she has. Stop waiting. Like they not gonna they not gonna let up. So if you're gonna do it, do it now. Get it out the way, and so you can go ahead and move on. But I think you know after you release it, like don't go back home. Like you need to find like a little another spot to hang out at. Like they own you. You need to lay low somewhere else at somebody else's house. Go stay with Aunt Vi some somewhere where nobody know where you at. But release that info ASAP because they're not gonna stop messing with you. And once you do it, you know find somewhere else to be other than your house. Um, <laughs> my prediction. Micah and uh, the light skin delegation guy, vice president, vice president, 
Um, so this is next episode. They going, they taking their relationship to the next step. You heard it here first. It's gonna be a hand on the thigh, something that leads to it. <laughs> Hopefully, they don't have no alcohol involved, because then it's definitely happening. But just remember, you heard it here first. They going to the next step, next episode. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Cool. <laughs> Jabri, <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> um, <laughs> my advice uh, is for Hollywood. I think Hollywood needs to stand up to Vi a little bit more. Like, he needs to say, you know, cut that crap out when you start the stuff with Billy. You know, I think she ought to have a little bit of, like, Hollywood doesn't like it when I act this way. And it affects my relationship with him. You know, of course, you know, not like, you know, he's twisting her arm or, you know, nothing like Jimmy Dale abuse or nothing like that. Just like some disapproval from time to time. Mm -hmm. It would be helpful to Vi. Like, Hollywood's patience is cool and Vi really relies on that. But she also takes advantage of it. So if Hollywood was like... Don't do that. That was that was distasteful the way you went at Billy like that. I think it will go a long way to helping Vi, you know, see see when she goes too far. Yeah. I think Hollywood's too too easy going sometimes. I like that. Um, my prediction is uh, similar to Panama. I feel like Ralph Angel's gonna get Hollywood in trouble. Uh, like like uh, because Hollywood is gonna supply that 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 alibi. Either like it's not gonna stand up or something like that. Where Ralph Angel's gonna have to say, "Now nah, Hollywood was lying for me." really i wasn't with him or something like that mm-hmm. like it's going to get complicated yeah so you know like people gonna be looking at ralph angel like you really gonna let hollywood go down like vi gonna be looking at him you know his mm-hmm. whole family gonna be looking at him like yo you really gonna let hollywood go down for this so i feel like ralph angel gonna get hollywood in trouble and he's gonna have to make a decision about what to do <sighs> not with the baby on the way this is just bad <laughs> decisions bad decisions i hate it why ralph angel why <sighs> all right shanice you want to go or you want me to go Okay. My eviction is really not, you know, too, it's, it's like obvious, right? So number one, Darla, go get your money from your parents. Cause I don't know what Ralph Angel is doing, but he about to have you up here set up. And now it's about to go to bail money. Like this is just absurd. It's absurd. Go, go and get your money from your parents. Cause you're going to need it for one way or the other, either for your baby or to bail your husband <laughs> out of jail. Um, Legal fees. <laughs> something. I would like to hope that Hollywood is able to give an alibi and everybody, everything is just okay. But that can't happen. That's not realistic. But I also feel like Ralph Angel can't go to jail. But also, Hollywood can't go, Hollywood can't go to jail. So it's like, something has to give. So, I, I mean, at this point, I just feel like Ralph Angel gonna have to go to jail. I mean, he did it. So. Yeah. Right. It ain't like he ain't do it. <laughs> there is that. It's I mean, not like he innocent. Like, you might have to do some time, babe. <laughs> you hate to see it but that's that's how that that tends to go sometimes so there there's that all right um so my eviction my advice i know sometimes it's really hard for our elders to apologize but i think there needs to be a series of apologies coming billy's way very soon um, I think Aunt Bai needs to be one of those because she has been clowning <laughs> since Billy got back into town. And even more than Aunt Vi, I think Prosper needs to, you know, get past his discomfort with having one-on-one conversations with his daughter and actually acknowledge the role that he has played in really marginalizing Billy, not even just 
her marginalization within the community, but just the rift that they have, you know, as, as father and daughter, because he chose to, you know, take the word of his, his homies, his friends, the Bordelones, who he's had up on this pedestal over his, his daughter, who he is supposed to be protecting and hasn't really done a great job of that yet. And so I hope he can get over himself a little bit and actually acknowledge that he was wrong and really, I think Billy needs to hear that. Like, I think she she needs to feel some vindication at this point. And I think that they need to be willing to say the words, like use their words. I was wrong and 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 we should have dealt with this a different way. So that's my advice for our elders, particularly Prosper and Bi. Um, my prediction, unfortunately... I think that Nova and um, Dominic are probably going to continue to get closer and closer. They keep having these experiences where, you know, they're bonding, they're they're sharing all of this, you know, now they have like this trauma that they've shared together, you know, the police, you know, storming, you know, raiding Nova's apartment, Dominic showing up, them both getting hemmed up by the cops, you know, him showing up like a knight in shining armor at the end when she getting out of jail and he's there waiting. And so I think Nova at this point is probably really smitten with Dominic. Um, but I think that that also puts her in a more vulnerable position to whatever. I I, I think Dominic has something up his sleeve. I, I may be completely off base, but I really think that he's there for a larger purpose that is not to Nova's benefit. Um, and I think that Nova's is about to continue to give him that that space to execute the plan. Um, I don't know where it's going, but I, I yeah, they're they're definitely there's something brewing between them two, and I don't know. They might be going to the next step, um, next episode. Who knows? But anyway, we shall see. We shall. All right. Well, that wraps up the evictions. I think now it is time for our shots of bourbon. Typically, we give a shot of bourbon to who we think had the best episode this week. So go ahead, Corey. Um, I don't think too many people had a great episode, but I'm gonna go ahead and get my shot to my boo, Charlie. Uh, she's on her way to doing big things. Um, so I think for this week, I, I give my shot to Charlie. I was going to say, yeah, Charlie seemed like the only one whose whose week was going in the northward direction all around, (laughs) you know, perhaps Davis, too, just because, you know, because he's attached to Charlie. But, you know, it seems like this was Charlie's week. Yeah, I I disagree. I think that um, uh, I think I got to go with Micah. Hmm. I thought about Billy because she literally said that whiskey tastes like struggle. She did say that. Um. So I wanted to find a way to give it to her. But now, Micah impressed me. He had very impressive progressive views. He's not worried about who's gay or what other people think. He's having, uh, you know, no problem uh, uh, expressing his feelings to his mom. Uh, I feel like uh, Micah had a good week. And Micah's uh, happy and, and in a pretty good place, considering, you know, a couple weeks ago, his anxiety was crippling him. Now he has a new outlook on life. So my shot is for Micah. I don't disagree with that. Shanice, you want to go? So my shot was either going to be for Micah or Charlie. Um, I think 
I'm going to go lean more for Charlie because this can be a, wrong. A, <laughs> who said it? He wanted lean. a cosign. I'm going to lean Charlie because number one, it's a celebratory shot for her. You know, we're celebrating. You know, onward the squad. Clink clink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I too, I'm going to have to go with Charlie. I um, don't disagree with anything Jabri said. I think Micah had a good week too, but I think Charlie um, far and away had the had the better week um, having the party support to run for Congress. Um, and even just, I, I, I really do enjoy Charlie and Micah's relationship now. Like I love that they're able to have these transparent adult conversations and, and Charlie's been able to kind of like release the reins a little bit and have like, you know, real grown up conversations with her son, you see that relationship kind of transforming from one where Charlie's had to like, you know, really, you know, be on Micah all the time to just kind of listening and letting him go through life as he will. So I think that shows a lot of growth in Charlie. So um, for all of the reasons that we mentioned already, I am going to give my shot to Charlie as well. And so with that, I think with four shots to one, Charlie is getting our shot of bourbon this week. So clank, clank to you, Charlie. Clink, 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 clink. Headed to DC. Yeah, a, perhaps. Headed here. Yeah, perhaps. More than likely. Yeah. I would assume. But yeah, but that's going to wrap up this episode of Bourbon and Border Loans for episode six of season six, or maybe just stay there. One day we're going to have to do an analysis of these titles. I was trying to see if they like make a sentence. Like I tried to put them all back to back and see if it made any sense. It doesn't, but. Um, that was clever. We just don't know. We just don't know what sense it makes yeah. yet, but we will, we will, we will come to that conclusion anyway. So yeah, good, good episode. It got real interesting at some places. Some truths came out. Ralph Angel continues the Ralph Angel. And, uh. Very curious to see what happens next week when Ralph Angel goes to prison. So, <laughs> for, you know, for myself, for Jabri, Corey, Shawnee, and Janae, we're going to do it like we always do around this time. One, two, three. Take flight. Take flight. This podcast Kisses on my eyes. My heart will always hold a place for you. Your touch helps me find peace. Let's each I'll give my last peace to you. That's how you know it's real. Willing to grow and build. Yeah. Yeah. My Aphrodite yeah.